Are you looking to build your DIY workshop business? Welcome to the Workshop Podcast, a place to inspire, gather, and connect with other creatives. To help grow your impact and your creative business, I'm your host and business coach, Jacqueline Diaz. Welcome to episode 15 of the Workshop Podcast. I have to tell you, the kids are home from school today, so you might be hearing a little bit of noise in the background, but I'm going to keep on going forward anyways. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you uh, a little bit of a follow through. I know in episode nine, I spoke about starting from zero. and What does that mean? So I'm in the middle of opening up a secondary location and uh, and I've had a lot of information that I've been kind of collecting just from starting over again. So um, I've learned so much and have had a chance to really evaluate my business and where it sits right now and some changes that I can put in place to make things a lot better. The one thing that I've really been reviewing is my lease agreement, making sure that I am totally aware of all the terms and conditions that the landlord is setting on me with the new location. So to me, it's a must that you hire a lawyer. I know it's a huge investment, but this is a legal contract that you may want to make sure that you know all the details of. Uh, one of the stipulations in my lease that I'm in the midst of negotiating is the store hours of operation. Now, this landlord wants to make sure that I don't close or have any blackout period where um, there's a long duration of time where we're not conducting business in the store. And so what I really try to make sure is that they're aware that I do close my store for two weeks in the year, one before the kids go back to school and one between um, Boxing Day and New Year. So I take that time away from the store All the staff get to enjoy it with their family. And so I really just wanted to make sure that the landlord knew that there would be no business happening at the location then and that I have full uh, abilities to change my store hours and conduct my business that works for me, not for the space um, and the location that I'm in. The second thing that I really wanted to go over was uh, all of my insurance. So I made a couple of phone calls and it was actually quite interesting because getting quotes is so important because you want to make sure that you're getting your best bang for your buck and that your insurance company understands your business and what it entails and that you are fully covered for any incidentals that might happen on your premises uh, and with the services that you offer. So what I found really interesting was I got a quote from a company that was recommended to me. And they actually denied uh, the ability to insure me. And this was over a product that I was selling. It was baby teethers. Now, when I first opened up my location, I had locals who had their stuff in my store on consignment. And I also was putting it online. And so this insurance company found that information. And because of that one product that I sold two years ago, they declined Um, insuring me because they thought that whoever bought those teethers could still come back on me as a business owner if something were to happen um, and some claim may still be filed. So I found that so fascinating. Now, 
This has not uh, been the case with two other insurance companies who I've been in contact with. And it was quite interesting that the other two actually brought up cyber insurance on how important that is nowadays with everything being online, customer information is available, and especially if you have an e-commerce store. And there is opportunity for you to be spammed, uh, shut down, and the last thing you want is your customer information to be found. So my recommendation, and it's a really low cost, is to add cyber insurance under your business policy. And this covers you for lots of online business that you're already conducting. And if anything were to go sideways, you're covered. So cyber insurance for me is it's under $200 for the entire year. And uh, for me, it's giving me the safety that I feel comfortable collecting credit cards. I know the the e-commerce system that I used is a full secure online uh, business that conducts itself very well, but uh, but you just never know what could happen. So definitely, if you have the chance, make a quick phone call to your insurance company and ask them a little bit more about it and see if this would be useful for you too. Now I move on with business permits. Okay, so I am putting in my request for my business permit for my second location. And I'm just assuming that it's just going to be a time-consuming thing and an application that I just have to wait for approval. And I am moving forward, though, with my signage uh, application as well to the city. We have to get approval for that as well. And I'm putting all of my designs together for approval from the landlord as well. So these are all things that I am in the middle of working on. I've got uh, flooring samples that have come in. Now, this is the fun part that I absolutely love. I've got the wall colors picked and uh, I'm just finalizing the interior design layout for the space. Now the space that I'm in is a thousand square feet and I'm really paying attention to the details in this because I know my experience in the location that I'm in currently and I want to make sure that the second location has a similar flow of traffic with my customers. Um, I'm trying to predict how my customers are going to shop in this new space, what the workshop experience is going to look like, how setup is going to be like. I'm anticipating a lots of local traffic seeing me from the storefront, which is new for me because my other location was uh, definitely a destination lo location. And so really showcasing merchandise, uh, having enough stock and storage, um, even the little things like where's the broom closet going to go really needs to be taken into consideration because I want the workspace and the retail space to have distinct areas in the store, yet it's got to be cohesive so people don't come in wondering what exactly we do. Now I've just put out my Facebook ad that we're hiring for the Cloverdale location and I want that training to happen over the next six weeks so that uh, when I open up that new location then I can start hiring for that as well. Now it's super interesting because I am really really clear on the type of person that I need for filling the position. I've got my job description written out and my staff that I currently have 
are very clear as well on their drop rules and how they're different from the new position that I'm posting. And so everyone knows their defined roles. Now, what I'm really trying to troubleshoot is that everyone has a clear picture of what's happening. So when I'm not there, um, it, there's no differentiating one job rule from the next. Now, I am gonna be floating back and forth a little bit. And so it's gonna give a little bit more um, autonomy, I think, knowing that people are responsible and that I am actually not going to be overseeing them, which I've really stepped back in the last six months. And so I think this transition is going to be, be a great one. I'm really happy with the team that I have now, and I'm super excited to bring on other staff, support staff, to help in the growth of homeworks, etc. as well. I am really hoping that word of mouth is going to get out and it's either going to be a customer who has been to the store or someone that one of my customers knows that's a referral so that they already have an indication of what my company is and what we're all about. And so it's been quite interesting too is really clarifying the vision that I'm looking for and uh, what we value as a company because I'm really noticing that cohesion between all of our staff members and the beliefs that we have, which is why the dynamic works so well. Now, the last thing that I'm really focusing on this week is the marketing for the new location. And it's really just trying to be top of mind and trying to target a new local audience and trying to build that uh, in our community here. So um, posting on other community Facebook pages, trying to get some engagement. And I'm moving forward with some Facebook ads as well, just so that people can start seeing us around, uh, seeing us on social media. And I'm, I'm really aiming that I can have some workshop bookings before the doors even open. Now we're still on track to open August of 2019 and I will keep in touch with you guys to see how that's uh, all moving ahead. So I'm trying to stay focused, I'm trying to stay organized and uh, now with the kids off of school, now there's that extra little balance in there but I am just so grateful. My kids are now 15 and 17 years old and so they're actually gonna be able to play a part in the business in helping with the setup and uh, building our tables and some of those interior uh, display cases that we need to to get going. Now, uh, my oldest daughter is 17 and she's actually driving, which is like a whole new independence that is giving me a bit more freedom. And, uh, and she's actually loving to do errands right now. So, uh, which is super helpful for me. Um, I'm grateful that uh, the staff members have really helped at the other location to do a checklist to uh, let me know all of the supplies that um, from workshop supplies to office supplies that I need to get organized for the other location as well. And so it's just a matter of uh, breaking it all down so that uh, and delegating, right, delegating tasks. Um, I'm really good at asking for help now, which is a skill that I've had to really overcome because I know I'm all about do it yourself, 
Again, my motto is do it yourself, but not alone, because just asking for help, I know that others are on the receiving end and super excited about this too. So uh, the other thing is, you know, the staff have a job role and their job is to help you in your business. Um, so, so get used to asking for help. Uh, sometimes we make it a bigger deal than, than it really is. And what's the worst thing that can happen is that, uh, you're asking for someone for help outside of the everyday and, and they just say no. So, um, I guess one of my goals for you all listeners here is to look at the tasks that you're doing in a day and be able to get someone else um, to do the tasks that uh, you don't need to be skilled for, whether it's doing a few errands or uh, perhaps you look at your home. How can you get help at home so it gives you more time for your business? Uh, and reach out to somebody and ask for help. That has been, I think, my greatest asset in growing my business is really looking at the big picture and uh, really evaluating my time and focusing on the big things like the lawyers and the contracts and lease agreements and insurance um, that all play a big part in, um, in my business. So I hope you found this podcast useful today. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or you found this podcast helpful, uh, feel free to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome week and we'll check in with you soon. Bye. This is going to be so much fun. So if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, I don't want you to miss an episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at Jacqueline DIY. And for more free content, video, and solid advice to build your creative workshop business and be inspired, please visit JacquelineDIY.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time. And if you're in the business of DIY, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend.